Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife. And I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today.
For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Hello, welcome to Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California! It is my duty and my privilege to announce that Harmontown is now in session. Won't you please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon! Uh, uh, I was watching a G.I. Joe cartoon over the weekend, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, for a classic from the 80s. Uh, and uh, there's an episode of G.I. Joe in which uh, uh, Cobra, the, 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 the Joes are transported to a terrible new dimension uh, in a cosmic mix-up. They are transported to a world where Cobra has, is, is in charge. They have taken over the, the government of the world. The, it's Cobra World. And, uh, for instance, when you buy something... They, they, they figure this out very slowly because there's, the, the differences are very subtle, which I found profound. For instance, they go and buy a pack of gum and there's like a Cobra scanner that comes down and scans your retina to make sure you can buy the gum right uh, and that you're loyal to Cobra. And there's a lot of posters on the wall that are a picture of Cobra Commander that says like, Co- loyalty to Cobra or else exclamation point which is sort of like totally on the, the, the like very Woody Allen uh, approach to uh, despotism as a kind of heart on the sleeve kind of but but the most interesting thing I, I, I thought about Cobra world is they, they, they they're flying around they're going my god will you look at the White House it has a little Cobra on top of it uh, oh no look at the Washington Monument it's got a little got a little Cobra on top of it and, 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 and then they they go past Mount Rushmore and my God, Jeff, Mount Rushmore ha- had had some of its faces replaced. Uh, not some. Not, not, Ted, not Teddy Roosevelt. Not Teddy. Yes, Teddy Roosevelt's face replaced with Destro. And, and then, I guess, Jefferson replaced with Cobra Commander. I can't remember. Who, by the way, not famous for his face. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, they, if they, when the sculptor came to him, they, you know. Famous, it, famous like, for no face. You know, I'm not really. My, my face isn't, isn't really the thing that's for sale. Uh, uh, I'm kind of famous more for the, my lack of face than anything. Um, but probably easier to sculpt. It's more uh, smooth. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the sculptor was like, slam dunk. Uh, but I just thought that George Washington and Abe Lincoln's still up there. It's not like I'm racist or something. I mean, I'm still American, I think. I don't know. I still value America. I, I think I think every. I'm a capitalist, for God's sakes! I don't want to socialize medicine. I, if you get sick, you should have to pay for your medical care, and slaves should be free. 
I think the only reason Teddy Roosevelt's on the, 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 the monument is because uh, he was friends of the sculptor, right? Like, he, like, like that, that was that was kind of an inside joke. No, yeah, that was a friend. He, that's probably what Cobra's big problem with it. Let's get this fucking Teddy Roosevelt off of here. He didn't earn this. I did by having a smooth face. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I say the, the, the world world seemed. That was the elephant in the room. Was like GI Joe were terrorists because they were in a world where Cobra was the establishment, but. Uh, Pretty much the same behavior uh, occurring. Just people shooting at each other with lasers. And uh... all right, so <laughs> new, there's a new new thing uh, for the moon colony. All right. <laughs> I love that we've re- returned to our premise after all these years. <laughs> okay, I, we don't. The jury's still out on whether or not there will be restaurants on the moon. <laughs> there has there has to be restaurants. One for Jeff. Uh, uh, VIP Moon is going to have great restaurants. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about making the moon. I was talking to a friend, and we, my, my little VIP Moon is just going to be a taco truck. <laughs> Here is, uh, because I cannot enact this legislation on the earth, I'm, that, that's the only reason I'm bringing up the moon, because I have no control over what goes down here. Uh, but I would like to make this suggestion to the wait staff of America. Um, I think that when you come up to the table... And it's time to clear the plates away, and and when you you see that a plate has been has been cleared by the by the diner, um, like licked clean, you know, I know that the overwhelming temptation that you've learned this from other waiters and then learned it from your behavior, like at the table, you, I know that you want to do the hilarious, looks like you didn't like it bit, <laughs> yeah. looks like you hated it, looks like you hated it. I think we have to stop. Stop it. Stop. It doesn't. It, it's a. It's a cancerous uh, uh, joke. It, 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 it takes in joy and it creates discomfort. There's no. There's no. There's no. You. You think you're misperceiving people's nervous chuckles as joy. You might as well just go up to people and go like, uh, whoa, "Whoa, what do you hate me or something?" And, and the, so that, and, and make them go, "No, <laughs> that sound, that, that's not happiness. That sound, that's like, oh God, Jesus Christ, this person's making me uncomfortable." Uh, like, 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 it's just sort of like, <laughs> "What do you want? Just go away." <laughs> um, uh, it looks like you didn't like your food. No, no, I did. That's why I ate. Oh, <laughs> I ate all the food. <laughs> I did like it. I liked it so much. I, I opposite hated it. That's why you said that. Here's your money. Uh, it's just, it, it, the worst case scenario is it makes you feel fat, like, like the, the, the person you're talking to. And the best case scenario is uh, 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 just kind of just nervousness, just like, like, like just confusion and, and anxiety. So stop it if you can down here, but on Earth, uh, on the moon, that will not be uh, allowed. And that may be the reason why there cannot be restaurants. That and uh, close-up magic. No fucking close-up magic. Yeah, well, restaurants bring a lot of society's pains on, uh, you know, if you eliminate restaurants, there's not going to be close-up magicians. I don't like magic. We've talked about this a number of times. Fuck fuck magicians. (laughs) Magic is lies. It's just somebody lying to you. It's, it's not a trick. A magic trick is just a lie. And when ma- magicians, I, I'm sure I'm repeating myself, but when a magician goes, I, I, if someone does a card trick, I go, wow, how, how'd you do that? <laughs> uh, I can't tell you, man. I, uh, 
can't tell you because that's, that's part of the magician's code. But the reason why they can't tell you is because if they told you, you're a magician. <laughs> We'd all be magicians if you knew the fucking stupid fucking trick. <laughs> and you'd have to wear a vest and stink and be named Dave. I don't know. I'm thinking of one guy. However, I went to the fucking Magic Castle against my will and against all fucking better judgment because the Magic Castle, as I, as I said before, is a, is a bummer and it smells like poo. Uh, but I went there and I was brought up on stage by the... Uh, it wasn't the close-up uh, stage. It was like the medium-sized stage. And the guy saw me in my suit and goes, you. Did, did I talk about this in the show already? Yeah. yeah. I did? All right, go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> yeah, he, he brought me up on stage because he thought I would be skeptical and he proceeded to blow my mind. He needed me up on stage to prove to the audience that like fucking, like it was really magical. You mean you had to like cut a rope or? No, he, he dropped coins. He kept dropping metal coins into my hand and then when he would close my hand and I would see like one, two, three, four coins go into my hand, big loud metal coins. He would close my fists and he would say, how many coins are in your hands? In front of 45 people. And I would say, well, four. And he'd open my hand, and there would be a rubber ball in my hand. And it was fucking magic. Wow. So I take everything back. So you like, all right, all right. It has to be real magic, it otherwise. Has <laughs> it has to be real. Yeah. But still, fuck him. And also, he, he, he smelled like mildew. <laughs> it, does, it smells like your grandpa's sleeping bag there. Yeah, you... you uh, the can, one that died can, in his sleeping bag. How about... The, how about the magic trick of make the smell disappear? Yeah, yeah that would be quite a trick. Fuck, fuck the ghost at the piano. Uh, uh, take, take, take a magic bath, people. Uh, <clears throat> I, 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 st- I stopped myself halfway through that because I'm like, what have I become? What yeah, I, what you're I, the guy that hates being told to yeah, take a bath. I, a magic castle should be my people. I should, uh, if, I, if I knew how to lie better, I, would, uh, I should just be there instead of the moon. I should be just uh, saying abracadabra and hanging out in my uh, dumb hat. <clears throat> you ever get scared uh, bagging on magicians that uh, you know you'll come home and your bed will be split oh, in half? I, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in mortal fear of that. <laughs> I mean, just be like, <laughs> is anybody really like magic? Like, I mean, you, you just said yourself. Like, if it's, I mean, it was you described an experience that was well done, but it I wasn't. A sense of wonder. I didn't have fun. It was like, oh, you're faking me out, and you're doing it like, like it's just lies. I get very nervous in regular conversations, let alone conversations where I'm being asked questions, told what to do, uh, afraid I'm going to do it wrong. Like my my the few times that I've been engaged by a magician uh, have caused me such such anxiety that I think I exude. Like uh, a force field that magicians don't pick me and stuff because I just get so nervous uh, in those things when people go like, oh, I want to put this in your hand. Oh, 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 the other left hand. <laughs> I, I'm surprised that somebody actually, a, a recent waiter or waitress gave you the uh, looks like you didn't like it uh, bit. That was that was this weekend that happened. The guy at Umami Burger, a hipster burger place in Hollywood. Still, his his mustache was waxed. He was <laughs> wearing a you know half a strap of an overall or whatever the fuck the kids are doing these days. A, a henna tattoo of Pokemon on his face. I don't know. Whatever. He's, he was a hologram. He he he. <laughs> But still, saw, saw the crumbs and just like the 45-year-old Midwestern diner waitress in him just jumped out. Guess she didn't like it very much. <laughs> no, I did. 
I swear. Why are we fighting? What is the instinct to lo- to, to, to well, be they- sarcastic in a moment that should just be celebrated? Yeah. Oh wow, you loved the mac and cheese. It's gone. It's in your it's in your poopoos. <laughs> good good boy. <laughs> Clean plate club. Just, just, just be nice in that it's, moment. It's you, don't, your, you don't have to be Willy Wonka. You don't have to bl- fucking stretch my boundaries. Uh, teach me that truth is relative. Uh, uh, you're not a fucking like. You're, you're, you're not. You're not. You're not. Uh, you're not Mad Bardigan. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Are you comparing him to Willow? <laughs> I don't know what, why that name leapt into my head. Oh, because I miss Aaron. That's why she's in Chicago. I'm a Yeah. Thanks, guys. That was. That was heartfelt. Uh, <laughs> she's in Chicago doing like these shows and stuff, and I, it's like two days without her, and I, I'm just a wreck. Why is that? I just, I, I guess either if the healthiest answer, because uh, I love her, uh, if I'm unhealthy, I'm an emotional vampire, and I, I was feeding off of her. I don't know. <laughs> in either case, she was, she was integral to my, to my happiness. Uh, are, you guys, I, are you guys going to get married? Uh, well, you know, I don't know if you understand how marriage works, but typically <laughs> you're not supposed to give that much of a heads up. <laughs> like, if I said yes, then, and then when I, when I, when I propose to her, she's going to say finally <laughs> instead of yes. <laughs> you're being extra weird about it for no reason. I, 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 you, you guys haven't discussed this? It's not, it's not a discussion that you guys have had? I think there's a. Well, it's in the. I think she knows that I want to be with her forever and stuff. But you know, you you, you know that there's a, there's a there's a. Uh, it's a it's 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 uh, there's a tackiness to you know pointing what, at the bleachers. Uh, why don't you Why don't you be the first person to propose to her on a podcast that will come out two days from now? <laughs> because that, that and, and you can like, like like put a ring on her iPhone and like I don't know. Because that that will be her moment. I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those guys that embarrasses uh, the the the, the proposy. You know, I want to. I want to do. I want to do it regular style. And so you're gonna do it. Well, I I I, I have no plans to uh, to. I, yeah, I I I, I, I I'm. I'm I'm, I'm I'm not breaking up with her, and and I'm not dying. So, ergo, so, marriage will is you, imminent. Will you, ergo, will you marry me? <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it's I, it's just I, isn't there some magic to hey, this hey, idea? Hey, I, sorry, I brought it up. I'm well, sorry, I, I brought it up. You, you don't have to marry her. No, no one's making you marry her. If I if I asked you if you were going to marry your girlfriend, you know that the you know what that would. The spot that you would be put on, you'd have to. St- that's a yes or no question to something that you, you're not supposed to talk about that stuff. Why not? All right, uh, Jeff, are you going to marry the girlfriend that you're with right now? No. <laughs> are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although this, I made that decision before I found out yours was going to be available. <laughs> She's a delight. Uh, all right. Yes, yes. I, I miss Aaron, and yes, one day, yes, I'll, I'll make an honest woman out of her. She's. Uh, 
Where's that, where's that expression come from? Well, I guess I, I, don't, I guess I, I guess I just, like the idea that that you're making a woman dishonest by just like uh, I guess that hails back to a time when uh, when sex was uh, a criminal act. Like out of wedlock, mm-hmm. like you had to. You know, if you were having sex with somebody and you weren't married to them, then you, they, they had to lie to the uh, gas station attendant. <laughs> Where would you? Uh, is, is, I'm sure Aaron's. The, I know Aaron enough to know she's the kind of person that probably has ideas about what her ideal wedding would be. But if, if you like, like, where would you like to be married? Like, like in like the best of all possible worlds. I, I I I would start that conversation by acknowledging that I think the ceremonies are more for the for the people, you know, like because you could take somebody and stand under a waterfall and or go to City Hall. I think Kumail and Emily went to City Hall, didn't they? But uh, mm-hmm. and then maybe they had a ceremony later for friends. I, I, but 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 like the the couple, you know, there's a marrying somebody would make a a, a, a warehouse full of dead rats uh, romantic uh, for those two people. But for the people that you're inviting, you want to make sure that they're having a good time. And to that effect, I would like to do a Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, 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 themed wedding where where the audience was was not only uh, allowed to, but really required to help uh, save our marriage from uh Astro. I don't know. Are, are you two going to be tied to a stake? And yeah. And, and when they when the ring comes out, you're going to say, "Don't look at it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the the officiant will be a and melting uh, Nazi. Well, in a ceremonial garb, and he'll 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 open. We'll get married by Belloc. <laughs> uh, and will all of the attendees have to dress like Nazis too? I think that was a Nazi heavy uh, ceremony in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> What are you doing? Aaron's texting me. <laughs> it's like she knows the show is going on. <laughs> why did she? Why did she text me? Read it. No, because it. She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means Adam Goldberg is texting her, and she's saying I do right now. No, no, she doesn't. She, she, she's just. Uh, Wait, she said. I don't know. She's at. I think she's at. She's at some hip hop show, and then she she sent me all text, all caps. Ah, an MC just dropped your name. Ah, ah. <laughs> and then the, and then a follow up text in reference to community. Ah, like like it would be in reference to my world famous carrot cake recipe. <laughs> yo 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 yo! Before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to Dan Harmon. <laughs> he puts the right amount of cinnamon in that carrot cake. <laughs> He's out there keeping it real. Not too much carrot. I assume is the secret. Because it's a cake, not a salad. Hi, everybody. It's Jeff Davis. Sorry to interrupt Dan doing his public nervous breakdown. Um, I want to talk to you about snacks. The thing that separates human beings from the rest of the animal kingdom is our ability to snack. But what do we do with that power and that freedom? We snack on garbage. What if you wanted to snack on something that's better, healthier, and, you know, doesn't make you feel like a giant piece of human shit afterwards? That's where Nature Box comes in. Go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown to get snacks. Lots of snacks, but healthy snacks. Snacks that make you feel good. Snacks that taste good. Snacks that you just want to just... just put inside parts of your body that aren't your mouth. They got all kinds of stuff. They got like, you know, there's there's baked things, there's chips and pretzels, there's dried fruits and nuts and chews and granola thingies and jerkies and nuts and all kinds of shit. Creme brulee peanuts are my personal favorite. I'm looking at this list right now. Crispy coconut squares. I'll get all over that shit. Sea salt chickpeas, they got it all. Um, if you go right now to 
naturebox.com slash Harmontown. You'll get 50% off your first order simply because you're self-loathing Harmontown fans. I mean, really, let's, let's backtrack a bit. Snacking is the second order of business. Why do you even listen to the show? Do you, you hate yourself? There's so many better podcasts. Why doesn't Spencer get to talk? What happened to D&D? Now I'm hungry. I, I'm depressed and now I want a snack. Go to naturebox.com slash Harmontown, 50% off your first order, and if I don't get some snacks out of this Nature Box, I'm coming to fucking get you and I'm going to eat just goldfish. Did you know that uh, uh, Harmontown is a feral audio uh, podcast, Jeff? I was unfamiliar with that concept. Uh, <laughs> that you can go to feralaudio.com and, and hear what, some of the most amazing people in the world like, for, for instance, Duncan Trussell or uh, Aaron McGathy or Chelsea Peretti. Why is or, it called feral audio? Was it, was it raised in the, in the wilderness? Uh, was, it, was it real audio, but it didn't have parents and was raised in the streets? Yeah. I think it's like, like, uh, like you look at Dustin, you know, Dustin sort of is feral audio, and he's, he's like a lithe uh, kind of stringy uh, street cat. I always assumed it was sort of his totem that he was like a, right. he's like an alley cat. He's a little, he's a little, little, little scrapper. <laughs> he's, 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 and if he scratches you, you get sick. Is that true? Dustin? Oh yeah. You ever get scratched by him? Yeah, just last night. I, I don't feel so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad news. Uh, yeah, no, but that, that's that, that's the plug for this week. Is just go. It's a network. Go to feralaudio.com, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, if we, if, if we were, if, I wouldn't say this about Pringles, even if they were giving us money, which is why they won't. Uh, I mean, because I would be like, well, I, I, I would say Pringles are delicious, but they're probably bad for you. I wrote, it, I wrote them the, the best jingle of all time, and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nike. Uh, what did you say? Nike. Nike, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, somebody just brought me some Adam Goldberg. <laughs> brought me a weird Lay's Stacks. Canister. Speaking of food at the show, thank where, you. Where's thank Bill? I don't see Bill. Beef fungus. Bill got a taste of his own beef fungus. And uh, Adam, why did you give me alternative Pringles? Seemed right in the moment. Seemed right in the moment. He's a dot connector. Adam connects dots. He said Pringles. He had a cylinder in his hands. He... Wait, they're half eaten. <laughs> kind of bullshit. Should we just get a Goldberg update? Just bring Adam up here with him. Goldberg update. No, no, no. You like no. a Lay's stack, Dan? I don't, are they baked or what is the... Probably. I am. Ha, ah, drugs. Okay. What are so you, what that's are you... great about Aaron. It's really cool that an MC dropped your name. Ah. Ah, that's... No back brace? No, I'm doing pretty well on that, actually. What's going on with your back? Um. <laughs> I'm mm. only going to answer questions while eating delicious lace stacks available in cheddar those are good. from those... the dollar store of Pasadena. These better be good for you. These suck. <laughs> well, that's a good point, though. My back brace is awesome. The most important thing you know about my back brace. Yeah, these are delicious. Um, are you on something? Nah. You said drugs. Yeah, I did, didn't I? No, it's just a delicious flavor of Lay's cheddar. You're right. These just don't... You're high as fuck end. right now. 
Adam, your, your family listens to this podcast. My brother asked if there are any extra XL t-shirts. You don't have to say yes, but this does count as me asking on the record. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fair enough. And my back has been slowly recovering due to physical therapy, but now that I'm back to lifting, thank you. One person applauded, and they're the best person. Um, it's your physical therapist. <laughs> it's work, yeah. Woo, dying art! <laughs> no, I'm doing pretty much better. I was lifting a bunch of boxes for a Christian film this weekend. Yeah, and I met, actually, I met a fan of the podcast on the film, and he's much more interesting than I am. And I'd like to invite Jay to the stage because I'm doing terrible. It's not, it, is not, it is not your fucking privilege to invite people to the stage. That's not how that works. <laughs> what if I sweeten the deal of some delicious Lay's snacks available Adam, in cheddar Adam, you from fucking, the Pasadena you, 99 cents? This store. time you've gone too far. Okay. You, you, why don't we just... Uh, Dan, why don't we, we just sit out in the audience and let, and let Adam do the rest of the show? That would be a bad idea, and let's do it. Go. Give us the headline on what makes him so interesting. The, well, Lay's stacks are the ultimate way to recharge... And it says Lay's Stacks, and there's not enough room. There's a copyright symbol, and it says brand underneath it. So please do not use Lay's Stacks, all capitals, in a way uh, that the Frito-Lay Corporation would dislike because they are a registered brand. Uh, Cheddar-flavored potato crisps give you what the you, full what flavor. You, what is going on? Are you Crispin Glover now? What are you? Are you going to start karate kicking? You're re- you're reading a potato chip label. I really want to punt these into the audience, but like the first three rows no, will no, suffer more than they no. are now. <laughs> you've gone mad with you've gone mad with, I've gone with, mad with lack of power. Cheddar the power. flavor. <laughs> And 9% of my daily sodium. I'm done. I'm just, that's, that's about it. Adam Goldberg, everybody. Hey. Fucking, what just happened? I was... Adam, I think maybe he's on painkillers or something. That's why his back brace is on? That's, that's, PC, that's PCP. He's on PCP. Is that dust? Is that angel dust? Angel dust. That's, is that what angel dust is? Yeah. PCP? What yeah. is PCP? It's, it's like angel a, dust. <laughs> well, this is, a, I mean, this is conversations going in circles. I, is, is it like a, it's like a. PCP is uh, the only time I've seen people on PCP, and it is a intense, like, uh, I, I'm not sure what the original purpose I think it was like a horse tranquilizer or some crazy shit. And uh, friends of mine accidentally have done it, and I've seen them, and they thought they could do anything. And they really just go berserk. And like you, you, you really do think you could punch your fist through a wall, so you yeah. try it. And then there was that bath salts thing that made you think that you would like to eat a face. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you don't even know. Bath salts. For a little while there, there was a spate of uh, of, of human on human murder <laughs> cannibalism happening on this drug called I. I Thought, thought it was actually people snorting the product called ba- bath salts, like the actual bath salts that, that someone had figured out that you could you could snort that and uh, get high, but it was also making you eat faces. But I think it's isn't it just a drug you kids are taking? What is the active ingredient in the bath salts? It's, it's, it's basically it's chemically equal to something like a. a, a illegal substance, but they basically used different ingredients and methods to get around it. So they were selling basically what equivalent to like something like a PCP in 
like legal forming packets in stores. It's basically meth. Yeah, it's meth. It's meth. And you take a bath in it? <laughs> you smoke it. Oh, okay. But there's a special ingredient, human face. And I, I get, once you get a taste for it, you... Is somebody, is, is somebody, somebody else talking out there? I th- did somebody just take a phone call, or was somebody like loaded with information about bath salts? Because if you are, you could, you could, you could tell us. Uh, all right. Well, uh, enough about. Uh, we talked about drugs. We talked about Cobra Commander. <laughs> we talked about rock and roll. Uh, why don't we bring uh, Spencer up? Fuck and, yeah! Uh, why not? Hello, Spencer. Hey, hey, hey. Spencer, is it just me or is your beard becoming more and more majestic as time goes by? Uh, uh, Longtime fans may know that my beard increases in length every time I get more uh, Twitter followers. (laughs) (laughs) Having a beard's weird. Do you like having a beard, Dan? Uh... Only if I'm able to keep it clean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it gets very itchy. I find that um, people people take. Uh, I mean, uh, having a beard is it's a lot like having like a comment section on your face. <laughs> <laughs> people just feel free to say anything. They're like, "Oh man, how long have you been growing that?" I mean, that's fine. Or like, "Oh, uh, when are you planning on cutting that?" Or this old guy's like, "I'll give you fifty dollars to cut that right now." Or someone's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, 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 and it, it's kind of unwarranted because it's not like you did anything special. You, yeah. you really just let it grow. It's like, like I did less than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my question is, but there's no answer to this except biology. Like, how do you get it to be so long? I, th- I don't think I'm capable of doing that. Yeah. Well, what was that movie? Was in the movie Knocked Up? Were they making fun of a guy for growing a beard? Can't remember. Yeah, it's like that. Like, there's this. There's this phase that's terrible. It's like, I think it's just long enough so it curls back and is stabbing into your face, and that's yeah. what makes it all itchy. But once you get past that, it kind of just bursts forth in majesty. <laughs> Do you really think that if I just never trimmed my beard that it would ever get, have get acquire length like that? Yeah, when I was in like uh, middle school and high school and stuff, people would tell me that I, I missed some spots shaving when I just didn't shave because it only came in like two spots on my face. Mm-hmm. But eventually you just if you don't shave it, it'll start filling out and stuff. I think it's just that everything grows at a different rate. So if you're shaving your whole face, it'll only be patchy. But if you let it grow long enough, you know. Dan, do you not do you not trim your beard? You don't you don't curtail that, or, or is it, it, it just it stops at that length? I usually end up trimming it, but I feel like if I didn't. But when I don't trim it, all that happens is it just sort of like, as I've said, it just kind of Galifianakis is like, it just, it just kind of, it gets, it gets bushier, but it doesn't really take on this cascading, uh, well, I think beautiful bushy, waterfall of I th- manhood. I don't know. I think the bushy look is a lot better. This just looks really weird. Hmm. I I'm, well, I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I don't know if everyone automatically has the ability to like ZZ top it. I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think some of us would just, I would just look more and more like a. Uh, like it would just like there was a donut of hair around my head. <laughs> I would just I would just end up being like this weird like Dick Tracy character, yeah. donut head. <laughs> I'm taking Dick Tracy out of the headlines. I'm rubbing him out. Easy donut head. Just keep playing poker. Hey, little face. Yeah, donut head. What's the difference between us? <laughs> well, I have a tiny face surrounded by a head. You have a regular head surrounded by a bunch of hair. 
Why am I explaining this to you? Because I'm, I'm Donut Head. I'm not too bright. I'm just, I, I got involved in organized crime not because it was my passion. It was because I had no other options. I lacked the uh, aptitude for other, other occupations. Oh, come on, Donut Head. Don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, you get the tiny little face. It's like you're born to be a gangster. You being sarcastic? No. I pick up on that shit, you see. Well, let's get Dick Tracy. All right, little face. Later. Why do you keep your bread in the freezer? What are you, what are you doing in my apartment? Who keeps bread in the freezer? You want a sandwich? Now you go to the go to the freezer. The bread's fucking frozen. What are you gonna? You, you know you need a sandwich a half hour before. Meanwhile, I want my face to be more to the left. Oh, but the Cobra Commander that would have, that would have replaced Mr. Roosevelt. I don't care. I heard he didn't even do anything to be on this mountain. Also, GI Joe's terrible. I hate them. Later. <laughs> Stacy, move those shoes. You found the bottom of my improv uh, hopper. (laughs) I wanted that to go on for the rest of my life. (laughs) I wanted just to keep uh, saying meanwhile and later, and that would go on forever. Yeah. It got bad pretty quick, didn't it? (laughs) Didn't even start that good. Just looking at my uh, Evernote. Back to Evernote. Yeah. All right. I, I, let, I let the waiters have it, right? Just don't do that. What do you mean, why not? Who said that? Are you a waitress? Okay. Uh, well, Come up on stage and get a microphone. Right, if, you, if you want. If you want. What's your, what's your name? Lisette. Hello, Lisette. All right. Well, can we repipe some of that now that you're... Uh, maybe we'll edit out the... What, that, what, so you are a weight person. I was. Who has taken the stage. You are a weight person for uh, uh, a, uh, seven years, did you say? I have six years for numerous restaurants around the L.A. County that have no need for me. So uh, there you go. Okay. And what you were saying uh, is that uh, uh, you, you learned from weight people... Yeah. Well, it's like okay, you you finish your pie. The gra- I'm like, okay, oh, uh, you uh, look like you really like it there, right? That's what they say, you know. Well, no, right, they right. say. Well, they say they say looks like you hated it. Right. Whatever. Well, what you say, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah. well, but what you said, I want to point out, is actually kind of a. I mean, that wouldn't be half as bad. Yeah, I you would said, say. Oh, you really liked it. Well, yeah. Thank you. I always said, but I'm saying I've worked with people that have said that, and I've I as a waitress when I've gone out to eat, they've told me that. Oh, looks like you hated it. Um, and you don't like that, do you? And I didn't like it, but I've had friends that have been with me while it's been said to me that, and I, th- here's what you do. The next time okay. they tell you that, you say, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, you say that, you say that, and so, then and then they're kind of confused. They're like, but if you, like, for example, if you, why'd you eat it? If, why'd, why'd you, if it sucked, why'd you eat it all? And you're like, you could say, well, because I couldn't order anything else because you, you were too lazy to come back for me to change my order. <laughs> I swear to God, that will make them feel worse. Because well, so 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 in telling them you murdered their parents. I mean, like, when you, it comes to a certain point where it's just like, what is our goal here as a society? Is it just to is it just to poison each other's brains and None. souls? 
Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you want to make them feel bad because they've been they've told me that before. Well, okay, here's the thing. I used to work at Johnny Rockets and Johnny Rockets has apple pie. They have apple pie with uh, cheddar cheese on it. I don't recommend it. Uh, you should go to Pans is better. Um, anyway, <laughs> you you order that and some people would be like, well, yeah, the pie was too burnt, and I'm like, well, why'd you? Why'd you finish it? And they're like, well, because I was hungry. And then they still, what's even tackier is when they ask for a refund on something that they already, that they they ate in completion. But, yeah. you know, if you want to make them feel bad, ask for a refund. You don't necessarily have to get it, but you'll definitely put the server in their place. No, no. All right, well. I'm just right. saying. I, Lizette, did you work at one of the Johnny Rockets where you had to, like, get up and, on the counter and sing and dance and that's, stuff? That's Ed DeBellis. Yes, it was. The, it? No, yeah, yeah, oh, oh. Yeah, there are Johnny Rockets yeah. where, you, where if they play YMCA, you have to get up or and respect do the, by our, yeah, by Aretha Franklin. Did you have to do that? Oh, it was very, yeah. Um, no, it wasn't my better day, you can, know. Can we see a little version of it? No, thank you. <laughs> no, no. She uh, just said it was horrible. Uh, uh, I mean, she's comfortable telling, making people feel worse about things. No, anyway. I'm just saying I've I've been a server and I've you know. I, what I, you want? Anyway, <laughs> I got it. Is that like the, the sound, sound of an alarm clock in a movie? Are you going like? Yeah, ah! I still like that song regardless that I had to dance to it. Really? But I'm just wow. saying, yeah. Um, it's not that I'm trying to make a server feel bad. I'm just saying there's two kinds of servers. They're dicks and then they're nice people. They're nice people? Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice people. I, dicks true. and knife people. I was no, like, holy I shit, nice. this is going to I a... I nice. <laughs> I know, nice. I know. I, 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 when you, originally when you said that, though, I, I thought, mean, wow. Look, I, as everyone has gone out to eat in the city, I'm pretty sure we, we all come across the narcissistic waiter and then there's, you know, the the overtly nice people. I was one of the waitresses that was super nice. That's why I never got fired right away. But, <laughs> you but got fired for embezzling later on down the road? No, I once got fired for telling someone that they were inadvertently fat. I didn't mean to. Wait, you said they were inadvertently fat? No, you... not. I didn't say that. Well, it's like, okay, so this this lady comes in and she orders a, she orders a chicken pot pie, right? Mm-hmm. But prior to ordering it, her friend's like, oh, she just got wisdom teeth. What, what, do, you, what do you think about the chicken pot pie? I I said it's too heavy for you. I said that. I, I I was referencing texture, but I wasn't smart enough to say, oh, the texture for that is too heavy for your teeth. I just said, oh yeah, that's too heavy. So she equates that with, oh, you're calling me fat. She told my manager, I got fired. Wow. So, there you go. Holy crap. Yeah. That would be. That's. Uh, hmm. Was she fat? No, she was okay. You know, she wasn't. She, she wasn't. She was fat. No, she. She was a little stocky, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> she was a little stocky, but I'm not going to say yeah, but, that. But I'm curious though, because you said it's too heavy for you. You, it's the for you that made her go. Uh, oh, uh, what, what did you mean by for you? You said. Well, I should have said no. The texture of chicken pot pie. We've all had it. It's basically mashed potatoes in a pie. Come on, and right. peas and chicken or. But, a, uh, but right? you, were saying, fire, you were saying for her. Yeah. Why? Well, because she just got wisdom teeth surgery. Would oh. you want to eat? That's, that's well, why did you know that? What did you? She said that. Yeah. Did, did, did I, I not say that earlier? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, they, I'm a terrible interviewer. I, I was probably thinking about. Yeah, you're probably only a terrible interviewer because you keep telling yourself that you're a terrible interviewer why during the interviews. Yeah, instead of listening. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever not interview yourself in the bathtub? You can get you can get better that way. I have you, no. I, <laughs> You're, talk, you're, you're, you're talking about jerking off, right? <laughs> you interview yourself in your bathtub? I, I, I interview myself all the time in the bathtub. You, ne- you, never, you never fantasize 
about being on David Letterman or like that kind of thing or Barbara Walters and having them tell you specific questions? I so, think maybe when I was a, when I was a lot younger, yeah, I would have fantasies about being like, that, on let's a say, panel. Let's say that you were on Letterman Tonight and like or Conan. What, what, do you have a Conan or a Letterman story? Like, what, what, what would be your go-to like anecdote that you would that you would say? Uh, I don't know. It depends on. Why don't I have plenty of things? But well, you're the one that practices all this shit. Like, do you, do you, do you, do you, you don't have a go-to. Well, one? what's your? Fa- do you have a fantasy reason why you would be uh, that noteworthy? Where- well, yeah, I don't want to work at Starbucks for the rest of my life. No, I know. But I mean, in your in your fantasy, when you're on the when you're on Letterman, like, why is Letterman having you on in the fantasy? Is it because of a book you wrote, or is it because of a dance you do, or? Uh, yeah, um, I invented the no. I just yeah, I don't know for whatever reason. <laughs> I wanted you to finish reason, making I, that up. I become a, I, be, I I take over your job. Uh, okay, well, no, I'm kidding. That I'm just saying. It's 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 gonna be the t- toughest shoes you'll ever fill. You, you, you'll you'll have to learn how to not listen to people while you're interviewing them. And uh, um, the the but oh I, well, I was uh, I mean that, that's interesting to me though because uh, so you're 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 fantasizing about being on David Letterman and he's just he's just going. Our next guest is Lizette. And let's bring her out. And you're like, you're like, hey, and and, 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 and he's like, so how, that is an amazing dress you're, you're you're wearing. And like, you talk about the dress, and you tell some. It's, it, well, the interesting thing about it to me is it makes me realize the people that are on Letterman aren't really. They're just plugging a movie, but it's not like they come out and do a scene from it. Well, like, like they just come out and they they talk about parking tickets. Well, have you noticed that every every interviewer has their different thing? Conan O'Brien lets pretty girls touch his hair. You know, you want to touch his hair? He's like, Ugh. like you know, he pretends that his hair is like you know alive or whatever. Uh, David Letterman tends to hit on really pretty girls, and he makes like awkward people feel even more awkward. He's kind of mean, but he's kind of nice at the same time. I don't know. Just maybe he just plays favorites, but I don't know. You could, you could talk to him about that on the panel, right? You could come out, you'd turn the tables on him, and he'd yeah. be like, wow, what's happening? And he'd be like, I'm Lizette, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, Lizette, for sharing your information. And, uh, thank you. That was, that was experienced weight person uh, Lizette on how to make a weight person feel bad. I, I worked as a busboy once, and it was the worst. I was so bad at it, because I hate uh, people. <laughs> Busboys hate people? No, I hate people. Right. I, 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 I worked at a country club, and so it was just rich, uh, rich white uh, douchebags. And uh, I was broke, and uh, it was a terrible job. And one time I came out, and we had to build everything. So like there'd be like, you had to put a dance floor together and put sectional walls up and carry these giant tables out. So by the time that the, the, the guests were there, you were exhausted and you were cut. We always like, had the Band-Aids on. And we're serving food. It's totally gross. And um, I was carrying a tray out, and it had 15 or so uh, little silver coffee creamer, like, like, like creamer tins in it. And I, was, I had to put one on each table and I knocked. I, I just. I was so tired and, and like fatigued. I dropped it all over the back of a lady, in a, in a, in a black velvet dress. And everybody loses. We. I felt bad. She felt bad. The husband felt bad. Everyone in the world died a little bit. And and the husband got up and he just starts screaming at me. And I wanted to you know disappear and die. And if, if I, I'd do anything to make that not happen. I'm so like I'm just blushing. And this guy. He's you know he's about a head shorter than me, but he's. Just, Big, like, stocky little fucker. He just turns purple and is like, You goddammit! And he just starts screaming at me. And I, the, 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 the wife was covered in creamer. <laughs> I'm covered in shame. And I just look at the guy and I go, Enough. 
and I put my finger in his face and he kept yelling I go shut up <laughs> like like your yelling is not making her happier like 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 you need like like I'm going to murder you because you're you're making this worse and then and then I uh, I called my manager a cunt and then I left. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. For those listening, Jeff just applauded himself. <laughs> For those of you listening, I frequently am underneath the podium. I'm, I'm, I'm frequently applauding myself. I think every time I've ever quit a job, I've called somebody a cunt. That's, that's not good. Yeah. It's better in England, right? It's a, a, more of a terrible word here. Yeah. And I, me- I meant it to hurt. Yeah. I worked, I worked at a Trader Joe's and just stole everything. There's, would, nothing, there's nothing worse you could call another, another man than the C word because it's a horrible word to call a woman. And then you're – so then you're calling a man. Like I, when I've been really angry at, uh, in like kind of like – like I can't even think of examples. But like when it's sort of like that primal man on man rage. Yeah. Like when I really want a guy to feel really terrible about himself. I call him the worst word you can call a woman, which uh, is interesting. It's not, it's not, it's kind of the opposite of interesting. It's like the most obvious thing in the world. What was the last job you had, that, 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 like before a writer, like the actual, like, like a nine to five or like an like a actual job job? Jeez, the last time I, 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 I mean, I, I think it was a, as a data entry clerk. I think that was my last real job. I think after I quit that, I was like, I can't. Because uh, I, 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 I was uh, I just run down my curriculum vitae. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of resume r- r- writers here uh, that, that have that on their CV. Uh, the uh, I was uh, I worked as a caddy at the at a country club. It was awful. The, 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 like you're working for like way sub minimum wage. You have to get like this permit. That allows you to be working for not really any money at all, and then so you're just reliant on these tips. And it was like it's a Milwaukee Country Club. It wasn't like it wasn't like they were just like throwing fifties around. Like they would just give you a dollar after I, I, you. I've had caddies before, like a nice course. As my friends are good golfers, and I, I get to go play with them. And the caddies are actually like. They help you read your putts. They, like, yeah. they, they tell you what club selection they give you. Do, do you have any golf knowledge? You, <laughs> you... I would just fake it. I would go because the, the guy would go like, oh, you know, like, like I remember I remember one triumph was the guy going like, uh, so what do you think? Like uh, uh, five wood? And I, and I was like, eh. <laughs> I was like, eh, three, three, huh? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and then he and then he hit, I remember that was the, and then he hit it and, it and he got on the got on the across, across this uh, body of water. It was like there was like a river between the thing. I don't think he got on the green, but 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 he he was like it landed and then he was like, huh? Oh, you were right. <laughs> and he he said if I used a five, I would have been swimming. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you'd have been wet, Jack. <laughs> Then you then you need to get a snorkel snorkel porker out snorkel porker, uh, but yeah you, you, you had to you had to clean their clubs with a toothbrush at the end of everything. It was like 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 you you haul their clubs. That's some heavy shit, dude. Like like a bag of golf clubs, uh, uh, and then and then for, for, uh, sometimes eighteen holes, and then like get 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 it back to the so called caddy shack, which is not as fun as it sounds, uh, and, uh, and 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 and. Wash the fucking grass stains out of the out of the r- ridges in their clubs for 
40 minutes with a toothbrush. And then eventually one of them, they'll come over and they'll give you a dollar. A dollar? Well, this was back in the 40s, right? <laughs> yes. This was, this was Carter dollars. They they weren't worth as much, but there was also no oil. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, my longest job was a dishwasher at the uh, rehab center. Uh, in Milwaukee, I would wash dishes. Uh, Spencer, do you miss your job at Apple? I miss the people. I think that a lot of the people I worked with were really awesome, but I don't miss like anything else about the job. Do you miss Steve Jobs? I mean, no. Did he ever come in and, and go like teamwork? Yeah, no. We hung out a few times. <laughs> you lying? Yeah. <laughs> I just I answered the phones all the time like uh, like it is really stupid like terrible stuff so I mean I when I when I applied for the job I was like how much phones are involved and they're like none and then I got hired and they're like we're adjusting our positions so you answer the phone now so it was like it was the worst possible situation uh, for me because I hate dealing with idiots I can't see. So, I mean, no, but it was really terrible. People would be all like, hey, uh, I got an iPad. Okay. Yeah, it takes pictures. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like they don't even have anything to say. Just, just lo- lonely people they calling just, you. They, people? They, they just called to talk. <laughs> I'm taking a picture of my phone. Yeah. So can you see me doing that? <laughs> uh, well, let me let me let me be uh, let me be uh, an Apple phone answerer, and you be the worst uh, amalgam of all the Apple people, or just a, or just an example of an Apple okay, Apple okay. experience you hated. All right, ring ring. Hello, Apple. Yeah, I got an iPad three uh, Gs or something. I think it's uh, it's got a touchpad on the top. Uh, you'd, uh, uh, is, is this based in reality? This normally, when there's icons, you see icons, but I'm just seeing a black apple on a gray background. Oh, uh, it sounds like your product is starting up. I know that. No, it's been like this since I got it. <laughs> so, is it a, is it an iPad or? Yeah, it's on my table. <laughs> Hold on, the kettle's going. I have a follow-up. I have a follow-up. Dan, can you be the Apple employee but be also be Cobra Commander at the same time? <laughs> okay. All right, new, new phone call. Now, okay. now uh, uh, Cobra, Cobra, Cobra Command has done such a good job of running the country that now it's, uh, yeah, Cobra Commander's just working at an Apple store. Right. Bring, bring... I have been on 15 different lines. I've been transferred seven times. I don't know how Apple products work. Your company is garbage. Can you give me all the free stuff? Uh, I I appreciate your situation. Could you please uh, just relax for a moment? Uh, This is the first time I'm speaking to you. Your company has charged me four times in the last month for bills I haven't seen. I've never seen any certificates or receipts. I didn't even know I'd be charged for stuff like HBO. (laughs) It sounds like you're describing something other than Apple, sir. This is the AT&T store. This is Apple. The AT&T store. 
I called AT&T corporate and they transferred me here. Later. Hello, AT&T, this is Destro. He transfers all the AT&T calls to Cobra Commander. Because he hates him. There was some crazy shit going on in G.I. Joe, man. Right when they ended, there was when, uh, when Destro, and, uh, Destro and Professor Mindbender went, went off on the side, and they were like, I don't think Cobra Commander's doing a very good job. And they, and they made Serpentor uh, out of the DNA of, of, like, 85 different, like, dictators, except Hitler. <laughs> but it's like the elephant in the room. They're like, they're like we're going to get Attila the Hun and Genghis Khan, and you're like a kid going, what about Hitler? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're not douchebags. <laughs> yeah, uh, Napoleon and uh, Alexander the the, the Great, uh, Vla- Vlad the Impaler was in there, uh, and then they, cre- they <laughs> somebody went yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they they and they and they activated Serpentor and uh, uh, he uh, of course they, they 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 made some they put some frog DNA in there or something that uh, made Serpentor like really unruly. So then, so then, toward the end of the of GI Joe, like like Destro was going back to Cobra Commander and going, "I'm sorry, uh, I've kind of fucked up," and and they were forming like a new. There were like three organizations that were all fighting each other. That's the thing about GI Joe is GI Joe had its shit together, uh, ran the government, and uh, no, there was no infighting. And then Cobra was just like, you couldn't get through a day over there. It was just like, like, like why are you always implying that I'm not good? I didn't say that. I just think we should send the microchips to the rockets. Oh, your insolence will be dead. It's just like they were their own worst enemy. Your insolence will be what? Demanded, I don't know. They were self-destructive, I'm telling you. They demanded insolence. Alright. Should we... Spencer, do you think you're ever going to get married? I mean, God willing. You want to be married? Sure. And religiously, of course. Only, yeah, I, I was going to say only religiously, but that's not very funny. Where would your ideal wedding take place? I don't care. <laughs> See, Why does that matter? It's supposed to be for the bride, right? Well, it's for both. I say for the people that have to sit there. Well, fuck them. <laughs> no, the whole inviting them to the wedding is fuck them. Like, well, they, they, like, like when they no. get there, they want to get drunk and they want That would be pretty good, though, to have a Raiders of the Lost Ark wedding. But you have to make everyone that comes, including grandma and grandpa and everybody, come as Nazis. <laughs> and then they all get, like, melted. Like, there's, like, there's this, all these pyrotechnics and stuff, and then these, like, light beams go through their torsos. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just think, I mean, I, I would, like, I wouldn't mind, uh, I, would, I, I kind of want, like, there to be a character at my wedding. Like, like not even just at the reception, like, uh, uh, you know, like at the actual, you know, that idea of like you're getting married and then and then someone comes in from the back and says like, I don't think they should get married. And then like you sword fight them <laughs> and then you and then you get married because it's just, it just said that the audience has something. You know, I met a guy at the drawing room. Uh, is, 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 uh, his wife is Scottish and they got married in Scotland and the ring bearer was the owl from What's the, what's the owl from Harry Potter? Yeah, like he fucking flew in and brought the ring. That was, and it was, and there's a picture of the of the 
owl flying in with the, with the ring, and the crowd's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is that Hedwig? It's Hedwig. Or Hedwig? Hedwig, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so you, you got to outdo that. You got the budget. Yeah, but I want a nest egg. I'm going to become very miserly because I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to retire, and I don't want to have to like worry about running out of money. So I'm going to become very uh, thrifty. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Ma- I'm just gonna get married. At, uh, I'm gonna stack a bunch of milk crates and uh, knock them down, and then say, "I do." <laughs> The ring will be in one of the crates. I don't know. <laughs> you guys gonna have kids? That that to me is the is the larger point of getting married. Although Rob Schraub and Kate Freund, they they don't seem to have any plans to have kids. But they they were together for so long, as Rob said very touchingly, like he was he had run out of ways to uh, to make her understand how much he loved her, and so they decided to get married, uh, which was one of the most romantic weddings in the world because they didn't have to. There was a, there wasn't a, it wasn't like a precursor to having kids or, or divorce as it, as usually is the case. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was it was just like you knew that they were going to be together forever because they were they didn't have to get married. They already lived together for like eight years, and then they were just getting married because they wanted to be married. So you kind of had that. That was the first wedding I was at that I was like, holy shit, this is the real deal. You guys should get married to Hermantown. Uh, just seems kind of seems a little tacky. Not that you applauded something tacky for those of you who started applauding. Uh, 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 it's like Tiny Tim getting married on Carson or something. What is, what is that? Like, like, what? He's referencing some old shit. Uh, you know, it's like it's, it's, Adam, are you gonna get married? No, oh, sure, why not? Okay. Your girlfriend's free, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> what would be the most romantic wedding? How would you get married? I was in um, Barcelona once uh, when I was really broke, and I, did, I performed on a cruise ship, and uh, they, we made a bunch of money on the ship, and I, I, I just took the money I made and stayed in Barcelona for a few days. And I was walking around the Gothic Quarter, and it's like very narrow streets, and there's like... Salvador Dali, you know, like exhibits and stuff. And it was really cool and little fruit stands. And then it opened up into this big square. And there was like, the, the streets are so narrow, you can't really see the top of buildings. And I walked in and it was the biggest cathedral in the world. Like it was just like this enormous, like huge cathedral. And there was a choir singing from somewhere. You couldn't even see where the choir was. And on the far side, there was a wedding going on. There was like 12 people there. In the back, there were old ladies lighting candles. And it was very Catholic and do, doing that. But in the distance, it was just like, like falsetto choir singing, and there was a wedding going on. There was doves flying around through the rafters. It was really lonely and like somber, and I thought, that's how I would do it. And I would invite like a few people. And I would come back to L.A., and I would uh, have a big party for everybody else. But whoever wanted to come out to like whatever part of Europe or wherever we found the cool castle, we would do it there. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he applauded himself. I'll uh, I'll see if I can make it. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds a little snobby. <laughs> You're invited. Uh, I don't know if I'd fit in. <laughs> Seems a little fancy. Like, uh, it was like a coffee commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. VIP moon wedding. 
Exactly. It is a VIP. You, you'd love it because nothing would be required of you. You would just, you'd just come and then we'd, it would be over and then we'd all go out and have a drink. All right. You got me at the close. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we roll into our uh, role-playing adventure? Let's do it. Nice and, nice and early. Really uh, are we bringing up guests to, to play Kumail or Aaron, or should we, should we just go? Uh, what do you think, Spencer? Al fresco. Uh, whatever you guys want. Oh, come on, have a have a have a have a opinion. Uh, I'm dying. <laughs> You're dying. It's more of like a, an observation, really. <laughs> Not really an opinion. <sighs> are you really dying, Spencer? No, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> were you be- were you bummed when Steve Jobs died? No, no. <laughs> Quite I'm, the opposite. I'm I'm actually I'm more bothered by it now, like retroactively, than I was when it like happened. Because it affected the health plan. No, I mean that didn't happen. Like I don't even think I got a job until after he died or whatever. I mean I don't know, but uh, it's just I, I mean. He was like a he was like a genius. I mean, yeah, he's like a visionary. Yeah, there's not too many people like that, and it's like you know the world can kind of spin its wheels and like march inexorably forward, but all the good leaps are by some crazy cool guy that like leads people. Yeah, so yeah. It's, you kind of pointed at me when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, it, it takes a special kind of person with a special kind of charisma. <laughs> he, did, he didn't. He didn't point his, at his hand moved toward his backpack. No, he, just, he, just, he just kind of flicked his wrist. I felt like I felt like it was pointing at me. A per, uh, perceived uh, point. Well, you know, Jeff, the world can move inexorably forward, but the kinds of people who decide they want to be pointed at get pointed at. <laughs> I'm the Steve Jobs of, of, of thinking people uh, are pointing at me. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, I don't know what, what, how I went down this rabbit hole, but I was, uh, I was uh, uh, looking at uh, quotes uh, from him and stuff. He's really a very interesting guy. Isn't there a biopic coming out about him? Isn't Ashton Kutcher <laughs> yeah, playing him? Yeah, Ashton I Kutcher. heard that was a train wreck. <laughs> I don't know why that's a bummer, but it is. Ashton Kutcher won the Teen Choice Award. There's a there's a there's a video that went kind of viral of Ashton Kutcher winning his Teen Choice Award, and he 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 went up and he he broke it down. He said that his first name is not Ashton, it's Chris or something. Chris Kutcher. So it's all. It occurs to me, Anatoly, that that is what. Okay, this is a fucking deep cut Harmontown reference, but when Anatoly was at the Rick and Morty panel at Comic Con and you were pointing at your shirt, you had an Archer t shirt on, that's what I thought you were saying. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) Anyways. uh, But Ashton Kutcher went up and he. there's a, you know there's just there's just 16 year old girls screaming the whole time he's talking but he 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 decided to uh, 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 profess the virtues of of hard labor and creativity. He he said I never had a job that I felt above. Uh, I, I I've I've swept floors. I I've done this. I've done that. And I never felt like I was above my job. I just worked hard and tried to get a better job. And uh, which is sort of you know. It's not very subversive, uh, but uh, uh, I guess it's better than uh, everyone dreams. So you can have a limo too. Uh, uh, and then he, but then the, the nicer thing was that he he really espoused the virtues of of of, of being a proactive, creative thinker. He said, uh, uh, you know, you don't don't live within the world that you're going into. Like like like, look at it as a thing that needs to be expanded and built upon. Go to the moon, Dan Harmon. He said. <laughs> So when you're at home uh, and your jammies watching the Teen Choice Awards, 
Uh, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, there's no teens on here. I don't <laughs> back, back to 4chan. Uh, I, I misinterpreted the title of this thing entirely. This is a bunch of old guys accepting awards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Choice uh, teen. <laughs> but anyways, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, his name is not Ashton. And he's going to be playing Steve Jobs who I, I just found out years after he died was an interesting guy. <laughs> it was right under my nose that he was, but using all his products, calling Spencer at work, <laughs> just, to, just to tell him that there's a camera in it. Uh, all right, let's do this. No, so no people then? Oh, well, uh, so you want people up No, there. I'm just clarifying. Uh, seems like he wants people. What should, what should we base our who we bring up on? I know the, re- the subreddit, the Harmontown subreddit, was very enthralled with uh, young Tyler last week. Uh, is it a meritocracy? Does he, does he just earn another chance at the wheel? Or is I, th- this- I, I think he earned it. Maybe, maybe we bring Spencer up. I mean, sorry, sorry, not Spencer. We bring yeah. uh, Tyler up, and we bring uh, maybe someone new up. Okay. All right. Lizette. How about Lizette? T- t- okay, Tyler and Lizette. Which Lizette would you like to play? Sure. Okay. You know, Spencer, just to make things different, when you uh, read the uh, description of uh, the catches up to date, can we, do, can we do it to this song? Can we? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm going to start it from the top. I should hope so. Oh, the, the character sheets are being dispensered. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. There's like three name puns that exist for me, and I've heard them all. What's the, what are the, the other two? Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm not going to abuse that power. I just want to know what the other two are. Yeah, do, no, do, but do, no one that will ever hear this interacts with me on any level or medium. Would, 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 you, would you rather simply arm us and be done with it or sit okay, through I'm, the I'm, next 10-minute brainstorming session? I'm because <laughs> because the, uh, the suspenser is killing me. <laughs> Two, two out of three. Two out of three. Yeah. That sounds like dispensership. That's the third. Yeah. Like, no, that's the no. Well, you already did spen- dispensered. So that's dispensered. Dispensered. He was doing censorship. Yeah. No, that's yeah, not. That was that was, that was, that was no. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You you you. you I guess sounds just, like sounds like you had it really bad. My last name rhymed with the lead uh, selling toilet paper. <laughs> There was there was commercials all Did over the. Did anyone literally call you? Oh, what's up, Sherman Harmon? Don't squeeze the Harmon. Are you fucking kidding me? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, Harman. you guys you guys are too young to remember. There was this guy, Mister Whipple. He was the. They, <laughs> apparently, people loved wiping their ass in the seventies. I don't know. Like, like you don't see a lot of. There's like there's like that cartoon bear now, which I think is interesting because they're like, oh shit, our toilet paper is so good, a bear could wipe his is ass. Is that weird? That, like people like latch on to pop culture references just to make fun of you. Like I'm Tyler, and then like. On the late end of high school, when Fight Club was coming out, like, oh, what's up, Tyler Durden? I'm like, I- I'm not insulted. Yeah, that's just that's just that's just future Verizon employees just exercising their little, just the little little muscle in the back of their uh, spine. Lizette, they... did you get teased? Did your name rhyme with anything funny, or is there a, is there a Lizette tease? Uh, I got teased in high school because I was really tall and skinny and I had perfect skin and really nice hair. <laughs> she is very beautiful, for the record. But. 
the reason I would make I, 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 I was about to teach you for the same reasons. I looked I <laughs> looked What's up, flawless She's skin. So pretty. I looked I looked relatively normal, but the second I opened my mouth it was like, Oh, she's a dork. Never mind. She looks she looks okay, but she's pretty nerdy, so yeah, I got made fun of numerous times. Numerous. Yeah. The wor- the worst one I ever heard was f- by this girl Leah. I think I don't know if it was JD's wife or I I I, I was ta- having a convers this conversation with a, a woman named Leah, and uh, uh, I, I was like we were talking about how well what was the horrible thing that they said about you on the playground and she was like man I had the worst and I thought of her name and I was like what Princess Leah or what 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 and she was like Leotard. <laughs> They called her Leotard. The person that came to mind it was like diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah. Oh god, that's weird. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Such a pretty name, and then so uh, maligned. Yeah, if, if you want to name a kid a, a name that cannot be teased, Jeff Davis. Nothing funny rhymes with that. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's uh, Jeff Davis. Bo- G- Davis. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it doesn't really uh, uh, hurt you because you're so gay. <laughs> and and that which is great. Because gay people are amazing. That wedding you described, super gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to marry a dude there. <laughs> Have you ever been to a gay wedding? Uh, yeah. No, I haven't. Have you? No. I don't think. Do you, are you proposing? Am I what? Am I, I proposing? I, yeah. <laughs> Have the, you ever been to a gay wedding? Would you like to? <laughs> Let's have a gay wedding right now. I extend a hand. You, you open up a jack-o'-lantern and there's a ring. Uh, also, happy Halloween, apparently. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I, I, don't think I have. I would, I, <sighs> That's not true. I, I've actually been... I, I have been to a gay wedding. I guess it's a good sign that I can't really remember. Or you're an alcoholic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't have a good memory, but that's that's a good sign that I wasn't like, oh, fuck, I'll never forget that gay wedding. It was so gay. It was like, you know, if I was at a gay wedding, two, two, two men uh, yeah. uh, uh, decided to spend the rest of their lives together and all, it blended all, into the other people. All weddings are gay. They are the gayest things that straight people could ever do. <laughs> which, so, is, which is another reason why gay marriage should absolutely be a thing. It's like, yeah. let these people yeah. like, like, like into yes. their, their they, house. They, they've, been pla- they've been planning all of our weddings forever. Exactly. Let, let them have one. Right, that, that's the thing. So, like, in a normal wedding, like, the dude's pretty much just, like, hands off. Like, whatever, you do whatever you want to do, honey. Is it in the situation of a gay wedding where they're both really hands-on and that's even worse? Because No, I think in most couples, really there's always the, the male archetype and the female archetype, regardless of what your sex is, I think. Maybe I'm just saying oh. because Dis- dissent. my... Wait, okay, oh, I'm sorry, but my, weird, oh, wait, wait, hang on. my lovely Can my we... lovely cousin who is gay <laughs> was going to marry his boyfriend, but, you know... I just think that most that people are the dude and there's the girl regardless of what sex you are that could be an archetype I'm just saying so I'm allowed an opinion so y'all can suck it okay <laughs> whoa thank you Why? I was very defensive about that I don't like being told that I'm wrong and even if what? I'm wrong who, who, just respect who, the fact that I'm up here talking thank you I'm who, just saying who is groaning out there you, you ma'am you disagree with that that there's a male and female archetype I mean Well, nothing's true that you're going to say about about everybody, yeah. So yeah, I just I think it's unfair to make those sorts of generalizations. And as someone who uh, is queer and who knows has experienced a fair amount of gay weddings, 
There are plenty of people where both members of the couple are intimately involved with all of the planning. And, and straight weddings, too. Like, my friends just got married. They were both totally hands-on. So, you know. I think it's that's one of, that's like, one of the first questions that straight people have about gay people is is there is there a, is there a uh, whether it's a lesbian couple or a or a, or a gay male couple like that's the that's the first question is is there a is there a hierarchy but but really the obvious answer is because I'm in a relationship where uh, there's no clear hierarchy <laughs> like I'm not uh, so I would obviously there's not going to be always a. Uh, a, a, a dude and a and a uh, I don't even know how to use the language without uh... I said I said I'd marry you Dan <laughs> do, you, do you think that's like the rationalization of straight people who don't know any better where it's just like I don't you're the same like want to use the dude right like well right? I don't think it's, it's okay just I'll apologize bias. I'll apologize for the generalization I'm sorry but uh, um, it could be that one's more passive and one's more controlling. Reg- regardless of... I mean, there, no matter what you say, Lizette, they're always going to just... Regardless of your gender. I'm just saying, you know, some couples... I've, I've met a lot of couples in my life. Some people are more passive. And of the two, one's more passive. One could be more passive. One could be more controlling. I'll say could as not to generalize. So. Versatile is the word. <laughs> not everybody is versatile, unfortunately, but okay, sure. Let's go with that. It's almost as if these relationships aren't defined by the sexualities of the partner. Exactly. You're you're absolutely right. That's why I apologize for the generalization, but it could could it not be could it not be um would it not be what? You're digging yourself a hole. Would it be a bad would it be a bad uh, Okay, if you're going to make your Wait a second. Hold on. I think wow. they want you to let it go. All I wanted to say was that if you had... <laughs> when Adam Goldberg is heckling you, that is an indictment. Rhetoric Coffee is a subscription service delivering the best coffee you've ever tasted. That's not hyperbole. Rhetoric Coffee commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive as a special life and is a unique, organic work of art. Feel good about drinking ethical coffee for once in your life, you horrible monster. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists. The relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everybody wins. Except Afghanistan. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. Now, people at Reddick will tell you that their coffee is not conflict coffee. I'm not totally certain, but they, they, they keep protesting that it's not, which makes me wonder whether or not all of their coffee is conflict. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com, sign up, and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. F-E-R-A-L is how feral is spelled. Just volunteered that for you. Spencer, did you know that all of me undies are made out of rhetoric coffee? Yeah. That, that's, why, that's how they get their underwear so soft? That's how they get that distinctive crunch. Whoa. This is synergy. That's rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, you post-Trump millennial illiterate. Um, rhetoric is spelled with an H, like rhesus monkey. Oh, yeah, that clarified it for you because you're so <laughs> fucking smart, dipshit. That's rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, coffee.com. 
Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Only available on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> Next to a picture of, of Adam Baldwin's balls. All right, let's play some D&D, Spencer, shall we? I'd like to revisit the last topic. No, no. Last time on Harmontown, D. And D. After leaving the frozen city of Fornheim and plunging into an icy canyon to the north, our heroes managed, uh, managed to avoid the chilling effects of nature through a combination of theatrics and magical resistances to cold weather. Having bargained for the fragments of power... Er, having bargained... <laughs> Having bargained away the fragments of power for Sharpie's life, and as well as a detachment of summoned skeletons, the band was merry and in great spirits until they heard a noise behind them. It was Yurch. Yes, the urine-soaked knoll was back and warned of a demonic outpost just beyond. A massive wall jammed into the ice, guarded by monsters and demons. The party taunted and ambushed some of the gate guards, causing the black gate to open, and a massive ogre bearing arches on, archers on its back oh, lumbered right. out. After a painful prostate stimulation by Mulrain's tree token and a volley of fireballs and other flaming backpacks, Quark got into the ogre's pants. <laughs> a few more flaming bolts to the brainstem, and the ogre was down. That's pretty much it. All right. Thank you, Spencer. <laughs> so, yeah, you just killed that is, ogre. Is, is the gate still open right now? Yeah, you've, you've just killed the ogre, and you stand at the open gate through the icy canyon. There's, the, the, there's some guards and demons remaining on this gate, but it's, they're kind of up a few stories tall, and it's open right now. Do they look like they're trying to stop us, or are they like, oh, shit, they killed an ogre. We're not going to mess with them. They look like they're off balance, and, at the, I mean, and as, this, as I'm speaking, this is happening. They start to tumble and fall off the gate as it, as it starts to swing wider open. Um, but now you see all these dudes kind of plummeting from the gate onto the icy floor, and they're just hitting the ground. Crunch. Smash. <laughs> Splat. Was one of them Admiral Darkstar? Nope. Damn it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go through the gate, you guys. Let's do it. Skeleton Army! Ho! All right. You head forward. Have we lost any skeletons, or do we still have the full uh, complement of skeletons? They were kind of scarce in the ogre battle. I don't think you lost any. Okay, good. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, you're heading up this icy slope beyond this gate, and you can see at the top of the slope, you can um, the reflection of the sun is kind of blinding you and making it hard to see forward. Hmm. Be blind now. We're blind? Nah, you just can't see very well. How can we have any estimation of how high it goes? It's just uh, into the abyss. You would if you weren't so blinded. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, can I s send Avenger up as the weather quelled a little bit? Yeah, yeah. It's Avenger, go straight up and spy. <laughs> you send Avenger straight up to spy. <laughs> and after some time, he comes back. He uh, gives you a look that says, I went up there and what I saw, I can't really repeat, except I can repeat. It was a bunch of demons, see? It was like an army, an army of demons and demonic creatures all standing outside this big black box. It was the black keep, see? Is your, is your 
bird from the 30s? A, 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 kind of a gangster from like a... Yeah. Uh, shit. There's a bunch of demons, see? Avenger, uh, Avenger saw a bunch of... Uh, there's an army of demons on the other side of this gate. How many? An army. An army. An army of an demons. Army. Yep. Over over 10, Avenger? Over 10. <laughs> uh, under 40? Under 40. Okay. Well, we, we, we got oh, a rest. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's a small army. So is this yeah. like the main Black Fortress where supposedly Emerald Darkstar is? Who are you talking to? My party members. <laughs> yes. yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, this, this is, this is the, 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 black, the Black Keep, right? Yeah. The Black Keep. Do we have a large enough army? We have us and 40 skeletons and... There appears to be tons of them. Do less we, than forty. Less than less than forty. Is More that, than ten. <laughs> Doesn't seem like we we're in a good position. We, we can take them. More feels confident about this. I, don't I think know. we need we need someone in our party who has the sexuality uh, type to um, to plan this attack, <laughs> and the rest of us could be a little more laid back about it. I'm not saying that the only woman should be the one that plans the attack. I'm just saying that it tends to be the woman that wants to plan attacks. I think it, I think it should be I think it should be um, you. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Clark, are you a master strategist? Huh? Are you a master strategist? I'm a barbarian. My my, my strategy is going to be to run in there the willy nilly and go in there and just start kicking ass. That sounds terrible. But I mean, you I have don't... a sensitivity in your eyes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock on the gate. We're already through the gate. Whoa! Wait, what do you mean through it? The gate's so there's open. the gate, and we have to f- keep going up the hill to get to the black. We're through the yeah. gate. All right, I'm, I'm not a visual learner. <laughs> Big hill. Auditory. Us. Fortress. All right, thank okay. you. You're I welcome. guess you're a caveman learner. <laughs> I organized the uh, skeleton army into a, into a, a hoplite. The, uh, the like you know like a, a, like a, like a chevron shaped like like attack formation. Sure, chevron. Phalanx. Yeah. A phalanx. Sure. Different, but similar. <laughs> yeah. Really different. <laughs> I'm a sorry. V. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot more accurate than phalanx. Okay. A hoplite. Yeah. That happens. They're arranged. And uh, and we, I, I march. I say march. You say march. And we, we start walking up the slope. I guess we should, should we stay behind the skeletons? Yeah, 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 definitely. Let, let the skeletons go in there first. All right. Tyler what? Tyler's worried I'm about sorry, uh, Christa, no. Christa Berg? What was it? Nothing. No, I was like, yeah, you're right. Let's stay behind him. Okay, let's do it. So we, we, we march behind our, our, our formation of skeletons. All right, the the sun's blinding, as I said. So uh, you can kind of see the skeletons crest over the hill. They're ahead of you, right? If I heard yes, right? correct. Yeah, they're ahead of you, and you 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 see them. You, they go over the hill and they disappear. So they're at the top of this place, and and from far off, uh, from farther away than if you were closer, for instance, <laughs> you hear a you hear a voice, a voice, uh, a familiar and chilling. I mean, not really chilling. Voice calls out. Their hospitality is attack. See, that's PCP. Yeah. <laughs> Their hospitality is, mm, shall we say, less than hospitable. That's the more clever version. Yeah, I did a flurry right on yeah. it. 
<laughs> Wait, whose voice was that? <laughs> That's Admiral Darkstar. If, 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 oh shit! Yeah. If I know anything, I'm sorry. I didn't hear a thing that was said because I was I was so <laughs> dazzled by. I, uh, I, I love looking in Spencer's eyes while he does that voice. Did you just, see him vibrate? They're just they're just dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> just, no wonder he's so evil with a voice like that. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. He probably got teased a lot. What, the what, what, what was the upshot of what he, of, of what he said? Uh, you dare to uh, assail the Ziggurat Mark II? Uh, That's the upshot. Uh, and uh, here's uh, here's here's a welcoming committee, but in air quotes. Okay. <laughs> um, can we send Avenger up there and like have him flip off uh, people? Like, let's, let's let's go in there. Let's do it. Oh, we're going to march the skeletons. I mean, he knows we're coming. That's okay. why he said that stuff. All right, onward. So as you crest the hill, you see, uh, you see all those demons that I was previously mentioning. Uh, let's see about those demons I was previously mentioning. Standing in front of the Black Keep, blocking the ice road towards it, is a sizable demonic force. You see about 30 of those sliming, yellow, oozy demons that I've mentioned in previous encounters, as well as 10 tall, skinny knights clad in black armor. You also see two purple porco demons. Those are massive, demonic porcupines. (laughs) As well as a massive red demon standing head and shoulders above the tallest of the dark knights. They stand blocking the road, glaring at you as if daring you to challenge them. However, what you don't see is your skeleton army. What? Ah, great. (laughs) They just, they decamped? What happened? Well, that's what happens when you send a force to some place you can't see. We were right behind them. I mean, you were marching right behind them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, now they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I call out you you who skeletons. These skeletons aren't the most talkative, but yet you don't hear anything. I mean, and so you don't hear anything. Fuck you in your teeth. Nothing. No. <laughs> Wait. You, so they're just gone. You don't see them. I mean, so they would appear gone. All right. Well, we. Oh, you see, it might be like some sort of mirage kind of thing. Yeah. Well, we keep marching forward. Uh, I mean, and yeah. You feel the ice give way below your feet. You plunge. Shit. Oops. Downward. I bet there's some, some skeletons down there. <laughs> Do I get a balance check before I go tumbling to my death? Nah, you more just kind of tumble. Son of a bitch. Yeah. As you wish. <laughs> Just watched Princess Bride this weekend. It's a great movie. Yeah. You fall down, down, down through the icy floor and down, 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 landing in a dark, icy, cold place on a crunchy pile of bones. Oh, man. Ted. Steve. Laquisha. Number nine. You notice you're all separated. You don't see your friends. So we're all alone? You're all in separate rooms. Quark! Sharpie! All right! Ah, Coco! (laughs) Christenberg! Yeah! Quark! Can we quark? So we can hear each other? Just very, very faintly. You can't see in the darkness either. So it's dark and and there's bones around us? Yeah. Are these presumably our our, our, our skeleton army? Uh, Yeah. Oops. I take a bone and I, 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 I wrap uh, a part of my pantaloon. I, I rip part of my robe uh, uh, off real sexy-like. <laughs> wrap it around a bone. Fuck it, I just light a torch. 
I, I try to make a torch out of a bone for a while, and then I just like, you know what? They don't make them like they do at the store. <laughs> you're in a you're in a chamber. It's a stone chamber, except one of the walls is made of ice. Uh, there's a hole in the ceiling, presumably where you fell through, and then there's a big iron circular door um, before you. That's all you see, other than the Be- skeletons. Before there's, all of us. Uh, I mean that. Yeah, that's what you all see. I guess. Yeah, I, I have low light vision, so I can see that too. Probably. Yeah, you, I have goggles. Oh yeah, the goggles of night. <laughs> so all the skeletons are just dead. Just... No, I mean they're not. Oh, skeletons. Well, they're undead. <laughs> are they? Uh, is there any way to make them reassemble, or is it just like sorry? These... That happens. Oh. Hey, reassemble skeletons. That happens. Woo! <laughs> I, I, I try to uh, open my door. Hey, hey, Quark! Yeah? Tell your skeletons that they're cool to get back up. Hey, everybody, get up! Oh, they all get up. Okay. <laughs> I, I say to my skeletons, uh, uh, looks like you hated it. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, why we got to fight like this if they said that? Like, if that happened, if, if I was quicker on the uptake and that happened to me with a waiter, I'd be like, why you gotta be like that? I don't know. There's no winning. Yeah. That's well, just... if you just hit him, that, that'd be because, winning. Because, because, because the day hit them. They had to, they had to wait on my table. You know? They're already bummed out. I, I, it's like, they're just like, yeah, it's just a sad situation for everybody. What if you just stare at them and maintain unblinking eye contact? <laughs> I mean, these are, these are all just things like, I'm not going to condition a, a, I'm saying like, they have to stop. Like, like I can't, we can't come up with ways to make them miserable in response. No, yeah. it's not miserable. It's just make them go, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should think about saying that in the future. Mm. Maybe I should become a better person in general. If I can accomplish that with a stare, I've done something right. Yeah. Maybe if I just, if I care enough about it, I'll bring literature. That's like how they can opt out of saying that. <laughs> And leave it, leave it on the table, and just go. You don't. You, 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 just so you know, you don't have to do a bit when you see crumbs on the plate. You feel like they're calling you fat when they say that? that no, like- no, honestly, not. I just think it's like a tiny little example of how we just kind of have these ha- habits that are just kind of like, you know, just catchphrases and got milks, too much informations and things, and like we're just. But that's an example of one that kind of like in that tiny little split second moment. It's just like confusion and anxiety happen. Never happiness, ever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes, also, yeah. you're talking to somebody who kind of feels bad that they just mowed down a fucking bucket of chicken. <laughs> like, you know, like, like that, there's that, too, I guess. Ooh, there aren't even bones left on the plate. You must have hated it. <laughs> so, what restaurant are you going to where you eat a bucket of chicken? Or what are you, like a... This is like, like a... Comic Con panel, you're just gonna c- catch me in a. In a... Hasta kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one of the doors is made. Walls is made of ice, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I, um, I, you were opening a door, right? Yeah, I tried, tried to open the door. Yeah, so you open the iron door and it swings forth, and inside you see a large, gray-skinned humanoid creature with blazing eyes and large ram's horns. He gives a mighty do- uh, roar and then closes the door. <laughs> Oh, you, you found the men's room. <laughs> I wouldn't go in there if I were you. Can I try opening my door? Yeah. Is it, is it the same guy? No. 
This door opens into a larger icy chamber, and flitting around said icy chamber is a small blue imp flying around on bat wings. Asshole. Okay. Yeah. Behind him, you can see a staircase going upwards. Okay. I yell at the imp. I'm like, hey, why are we, what are you doing? Stop that. Come here, talk to me. What are you doing? You guys can hear that faintly. Okay. Um, it doesn't respond to you, though. Is that you, Christopherg? Yeah, there's this blue shithead flying around in this room. I don't know what he's doing. There's a big horn-faced guy outside my door. He looks like an asshole. <laughs> I'm just hanging out. This sucks, you o- guys. Open your door and see what's out there, Mulrane and, and Sharpie. I, may I open my door? You may. I would like to open the door. Okay. <laughs> You open the door and it swings open. Inside you can see a horrendous assortment of rusted metal blades on rusted metal poles. As the door opens, you hear a clacking as the metallic limbs begin to move and sputter. And several of them fly out of the door, lunging at you. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. May I use my... Um... Uh, <laughs> may I use my flaming armor to melt the metal? Yeah. So uh, these these limbs kind of lunge out, but they miss miss you as you activate. Did I miss something awesome? Yes. <laughs> Some of the audience. Said, so, someone said, "Use your perfect skin uh, to, to open the door." That's that's pretty good. That's pretty. Good. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, and then you activate your, your flaming armor, and it starts to kind of melt these things a little bit. Not melt so much as make them red hot, but it's kind of inflicting some sort of, I mean, melting. It's definitely increasing the temperature. Let's say that. You almost said damage. Almost. Oh, it's doing damage, too. Okay. But only eight. Not bad for doing nothing. Well, I mean, it didn't do nothing. It did eight damage. Sharpie, what's outside your door? Did you say there was stuff on the walls, too? There was room? The walls are made of ice. Like, yeah. uh, the other walls are made of stone, except for these ice walls. Okay. I go up to my door. I'm just going to give it a, a little open. You know what? A big open. <laughs> it swings open and reveals several frozen, intact corpses. They look like adventurers. Uh, their bodies are adorned in fine items and equipments. Jackpot. <laughs> And, of course, a tragedy. Uh, what, what kind of fine items uh, you, yeah. do I just procure them? Sure. You procure four cloaks of resistance, four rings of protection, two boots of wintry might. And Dibs. a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> two boots of spry springing, one Jesus. rod of frost. One Wait, I mighty, that one. Dibs on that one instead. One mighty greatsword, one whisper bow, and one assassin's ribbon dagger. Well, I want that one. I want that one. Ribbon Decker. Uh, is it rechargeable? Um, the, the, uh, uh, guys, I found a bunch of shit! Um, hey, I want, I want dibs on the, some of that. I got a big horn guy outside my, uh, my, my, my door. I don't care. I got a dagger. Fuck you. Um, wait. Wow. Wow. Wait. Um, you don't have a dagger. Are we, are we, are we connected? Yeah, he, he has them all. We have to get to him. Yeah. Um, are, are we connected? Are, are these ice walls like are, are, are the, are the things that are keeping us from each other? Who knows, man? I take my flaming sword and I and I and I start slicing at the, the wall from the direction where I hear my friend's voices coming from. You see, Krista Berg. Hey, hey, oh, I'm just kidding. I wasn't. I didn't really mean fuck. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, well, I'm fuck sorry. You. How's your dagger? 
Uh, I don't have it yet. I, I keep slicing through the walls until we find uh, more rain. More rain. Hey! You did. Oh my god! Hey. Oh, my god. Oh, my god. oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Totally fell. More um, rain. You look great. You look great. Perfect skin. Oh my god! Oh. I try. Okay. So oh, like, she's a dork. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, I learned it from watching you. I learned it from watching you. Okay. I keep slicing until we get to Sharpie. Sharpie. Sharpie, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh hey, I'm uh, hey. Look what? at all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it, guys. There's boots of shimmering, uh, knives of plucking, uh, uh, capes of resistance. It's uh, capes of resistance. Yeah. Do they have any boots in my size? I'm a, I'm a size nine. Uh, I think so. Okay, Whoa, nice. they do. Yay! <laughs> Wait, so That's what, what, so what was convenient. it? Well, we, 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 what are the things we can all share? There's four of a few things, right? There's four cloaks of resistance and four rings of protection. Sweet. Resistance resists what? I mean, stuff. It, <laughs> it gives you a bonus on your saving throws. Sweet. Versus fun rules. And what, what were the weapons? Uh, what? Oh, weapons. Uh, mighty greatsword, whisper bow, uh, ribbon dagger, and a rod of frost. That sounds like one for each of us. Oh, damn. I'll do the rod Weird. of frost. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Mulrain probably whisper bow, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. I have a question about this ribbon dagger. Does it have a long ribbon attached to it in which maybe I could throw it and take it back? Yeah, that's exactly uh, it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Scarecrow got a, got a brain. Krista uh, uh, <laughs> Berg got a, got a knife with a rope pre-tied to it. All right. It's, it's amazing. And, and what's the, uh, the rod of frost? Is that mine? What, what, what? I would believe that would be mine. Yeah. What, 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 what do you, I get? You, you get the sword. Mighty great sword. Oh, oh yeah. Well, tell me about the mighty great sword. It's super mighty. <laughs> hey, guys, I got a mighty sword. That's adorable. Thank you. Yay. It's like bigger than the last one. All right. Yeah. I'll take it. I heard pretty, the, pretty. The How much there. larger is it than him now? Like, uh, let's see. Uh, the last one was roughly 25% longer than him. I would say this one's at least 35% longer than him. I'd say if you're like three foot three inches, then this one would have to be, uh, you Do know. Do the math. Four foot two inches. Okay. Is there a way people can bookmark this part of the podcast so they can uh, just skip right to it? I don't know if that technology exists, but if we if we have to invent it, could I suggest for a name uh, highlight finder, Uh, thrill seeker? It's new. All right. and about my rod of, 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 of frost? You get the sense that it casts cold spells. Yeah. It would take like a day to study it, but once that day's over, who boy. <laughs> and and, the, and these, these cloaks of resistance can be donned without me having to choose to take off anything else, right? Like, I, I just have my wizardly robes. You and got, I can just... Yeah, I mean, you have a cape, like your dad's cape. Aww. I think those kind are in the same place. Can can you wear two capes? I mean, uh, oh, my dad's cape is it like yeah. it's cloak. It's like a teleportation cape. Oh yeah, it's just not charged or. <laughs> no, it recharges once per day, and you yeah. used it. Tried to use it twice per day and forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, you had a teleportation cape. Yeah, the whole yeah. Time? <laughs> hey, 
In my defense, I finally remembered I had How a bird. grab us all and teleport out of this hole? Yes. Everybody go through your shit. Like, let's, let's all take inventory real quick. Wait, you had a teleportation cape this whole time? Yes, Lizette. Don't you also have a staff that, like, grows so you can climb out on it? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Dan, you're holding out on us, man. Good all kinds of I mean, shit. Sharpie. Can I remind you guys that the reason you found all this shit is because I forgot I had all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say next time? If we hadn't gotten our asses kicked all, uh, you know, uh, five times before now, we wouldn't even be here. It's, it's, it's called the butterfly theory effect. <laughs> L- look it up. I don't know. I like the way you guys are looking at me. Hey, that was an Ashton Kutcher movie. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher yeah. reference. Oh, wow. There you go. All right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that climbing rod that I have. That, that should, should we get out of here? Over, we to, over, over to beneath the hole that I fell through? Yeah. Wait, before oh, we wait, do that, there's, there's, there's a staircase behind the blue imp. Yeah, yeah. Should we check this out before we go? Yeah, we need our skeletons anyway. We can't. Yeah. Yeah, well, we have them. Okay, we, we told we, them to get up. We rally our skeletons and we walk through Krista Berg's door towards the blue imp uh, yeah. staircase. It's thing. like the least threatening. Yeah. Yeah. What happens? The, uh, oh, that's me. I, I walk into the room with the bloom and I say, Hey, shithead, I brought my friends. Come on. Yeah, so he's, he's still flitting around on those bat wings. Uh, he's still on the other side of the chamber is that staircase, as I mentioned. God damn it. But he begins spinning around like a top in midair. It causes a, a rapid wind to whip up and it starts blowing around the, uh, the, the room. Soon chunks of ice and snow are beginning to be lifted up off the floor and the walls. They're pulling off the walls and they're flying towards the demon, encasing them in ice and snow. And it keeps building up and building up until it looks like a giant snowflake floating around the air. Did you, did you say, we, we should kill that thing. <laughs> you said it was putting it. I'm sorry. It was. A, it was a ta- You said you referenced a demon. You, yeah. So there's this blue imp demon. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. A, okay. He's, he's, I he's, see. So he's sucking in elements and turning into this other thing. Now he's a snowflake. Now he's a giant <laughs> snowflake. I, I hold on. Like non-conflict resolution for a moment, uh, okay, Tyler. Okay. Maybe. I, I tried. He didn't listen to me. No, no, no. We all know. I saw the subreddit. Everyone jacking you off. You're the best D&D player in the world. <laughs> you, did, you, you did very Gee, well. Sorry. I'm trying to do more terrible. I, 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 I was, I was I'm not trying to show you up, Dan. I'm expressing my jealousy. I'm just saying... <sighs> I I, oh, I I love you. Okay? I, I kneel fun. I kneel in front of the snowflake and I say in three different languages, uh, 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 "Hello." <laughs> now Wait. that's how you do it, Tyler. Wait, does one of us have one of us amulet of frost? That's one of us. Me, you. Yeah. Maybe you can like stop it. Be like, no, like because you can control the ice. Can you stop this? Terrible thing from I, I can calm and intensify hail, sleet, and snow. You could calm this piece of thing before it kills us. So let's see what happens with, with his we'll, hello. We'll go for first. It, uh, it, you see a central spot in the middle of the snowflake kind of glow blue. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that, that means hello back? Who knows, man? You don't speak. I use my ar- amulet of fr- uh, <laughs> my am- our armlet of winter to, to, to calm this, uh, this thing. Um, it's floating in the air. Um, you use your armulet, and it continues to float in the air. I, I say to it, uh, I don't know if you can communicate with us, but I'm making the assumption that you, like us, are prisoners in this in this dungeon, that, that you ran afoul of Admiral Darkstar, and that you might be able to help us uh, uh, defeat him. It's uh, the central spot, and it's, uh, you know, center of mass kind of turns red, and it starts spinning around like a saw blade. 
<laughs> All right, I, I guess... Uh, let's, 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 let's kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Burke? Yeah, let's kill it. Use that ribbon thing you got. Oh, yeah. I want to... Can I throw my dagger at it? With yeah. the ribbon on it? The, the rib? I want to use the ribbon dagger. Okay, just... Yeah. Use yeah. that ribbon dagger. You've never used Whoa. one of these before. Okay. So you're not you're not the oh uh, yeah yes you're right the oh, most he's, he's used shittier versions of that before they, yeah, yeah. I'm, they like, got, I'm all over it it's fine they got different weights that's yeah. how this stuff works anyway it does hit him Sweet. for anyone wondering can I pull it back you, yeah yeah that happens I want to do that you deal one damage yeah suck it nerd mighty far sword attack. I think you have your far sword for the day used up. Oh shit! Yeah. You need to cut through the wall. Yeah. It's, uh, let's just. Do that. I'll, 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 I take out my. Uh, is, it, is it floating in the air above me? Yeah, you might be able to jump up there, but it'll be a bit of an exertion. You want a boost? Um, yeah, I, 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 I get on top of Christenberg's shoulders, and we run like a chicken fight. And we, I, 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 go, <laughs> I, I go in there wielding my new sword and say, uh, "Take a piece of this, snowflake." <laughs> I heard you're not the same as all of your counterparts, but the pain I inflict will be identical. I I, I give a thumbs up to Charmy. I'm I'm workshopping it. I'm workshopping it. By the time I get there, have the the joke punched up. I I throw my my snowflake-related quips to a room, a writer's room. Your clips get workshopped. <laughs> As you're given this thumbs up, it kind of throws off your chicken stack of adventurer's balance, and you just kind of topple to the ground. What? It's hard to balance and thumbs up and stab people. Okay, I run back and regroup. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. May I do something? Yep. Yeah. May I throw three flaming arrows at the snowflake? You, sh- you want to shoot? Yeah, yeah, you want to yeah. throw arrows? That's a bad idea. Use your bow. Use your new bow. Wait. Yes. Wait. No. You don't know what it is yet. Whisper bow. Yeah, yeah, hey, that. You should try your new bow. <laughs> Why are we whispering? I don't want to talk about I it. I can't hear what's happening. <laughs> May I use my whisper bow to throw three flaming fire, fire, fire arrows at the snowflake? Your whisper bow can only fire two arrows. Okay. That's but, fine. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm, not, I'm not picky. Do you want to make them flaming arrows? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> One of your arrows strikes, hitting its mark. Mark being the snowflake in this instance. <laughs> it deals seven damage. Nice. All right, you see some of the ice kind of melt and drip off onto the floor. That's what fire does to ice. <laughs> Sharpie? Scorching ray. Scorching ray. It strikes directly in its center of mass in that glowing red eyeball part I was mentioning. Sweet. And it deals 13 damage. Yeah. It continues its rapid spinning, and it kind of spins around the whole room, attempting to slice into your torsos slash midsections. I mean, what'd you expect? (laughs) Not that. I tried to make friends with it. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, so, Mulrane and Christaberg each get struck. No. And they each take... Well, Christaberg takes 12 damage. Uh, and uh, Mulrane takes 6. Oh, fuck. 
Dirty hands. This is it's fine. It's fine. You're all cut. Not your fault. Yeah, I, know, I gotta. I, listen, try the ribbon dagger again. You get, you're, you're getting good at it. It did one damage. This doesn't seem like you're getting good. It's at like it. a slap uh, machine. It's gonna pay off now. I know. Like, uh, you got it warmed up. <laughs> uh, this is the worst idea. Yeah, let's just do the ribbon dagger again. Why not? What could go wrong? Critical hit. Oh! Fine. Whatever, you guys. Whatever. Dealing four damage. Yeah. <laughs> We use the term critical loosely here. <laughs> Is that me? Uh, I put it at you. Okay, I get back on Christopher's shoulder as I go. Let's try this again. Okay, one more time. All right, Sh- me, what's my line? I-, I need a snowflake line. Oh, uh, shit. Uh... Chill out. Chill out? Okay, okay. I get on, thank you. I, I get on Christopher's shoulders and I take out my flaming sword and I, I-, and I kind of like spur him like-, like he's a horse. Don't fuck. Why are you, that hurts? Don't. What are you doing? No, 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 like just, it's lightly, you know. Okay. And, and, Shit, and, and fine. I, I'm and, running. And Sorry. We, we start running at him, and I say, "Chill out!" <laughs> and attack with my with my flaming sword. Your attack hits, or <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave. Wow. Yeah. Your attack lands a lot better than your bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> or your delivery. <laughs> Or my execution of that attempt of jokes. <laughs> or that execution. Dealing 14 damage. 14. Right. Yeah. You see a, a chunk of ice kind of fall off of his body. And I get snowflake into the ground. Hmm. Yeah. It's as if it's made how, how of How much ice. of it is left? Most of it. Shit. I say, uh, as I, I keep, I, I keep writing on Christenberg, and as I look back with my sword in the air, I go, "Welcome to meltdown." <laughs> I throw him onto the ground. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Putting it at Mulrain's turn. Um, can I try to talk to the snowflake? Uh, yeah, we, we've already determined that communication has failed. At least Dan, Dan trying to talk to it failed. I don't know. Yeah, um, it doesn't really work. Can I try speaking it in elf? Yeah, maybe it's an elvish snowflake. Yeah, go for it. What do you want to say in elf? Uh, can you tell it? Can you tell? Can you tell what? Can you please tell the snowflake? I think it's very pretty. As you begin speaking in Elven, the snowflake doesn't respond. The whisper bow, however, does, and you can see there's runes on its surface you couldn't notice before. They're beginning to glow and light up as a response to your Elven speech. In your face, Christopher. Whatever. <laughs> the snowflake isn't Elvish. That was my point. There's kind of a new will they, won't they kind of element going yeah. on here. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a weird Sam and Diane sexual t- sexual yeah. tension here. I think I think the gay people in the audience want to know in this relationship who would be who would plan the wedding. He certainly dresses better than I do. I don't know. It's Chuck's in a barrel that callback. Uh, it's still your turn though. You're just whisper, uh, talking in Elvish, so that doesn't take up a turn. Um, whisper to your bow and, and, and Elvin and make it make, like make its arrows fly true. May I use one more arrow to... Um, you can shoot two. It's a new turn. Oh, great. Uh, two new arrow, flaming arrows on my whisper bow, please. Yeah. You fired the flaming arrows from your whisper bow. Both of them strike their mark, plunging deep into the snowflake. We're dealing. fighting the snowflake. 
Yeah, you are. Dealing 33 damage. What the holy shit? You should, you should talk to your Bowmore. <laughs> Clearly, that was what did it, talking to your bow. Oh, the arrows, yeah, you're right, I got this. We're good. They strike into the snowflake, and it bursts into flame and kind of melts, and you see a charred imp kind of plop to the floor. Yeah. And then the, your, your bow kind of fades in color, like goes back to normal. I walk up to the imp, and I, uh, and I say, <laughs> Ice to fuck you. <laughs> Ice to fuck you? Yeah. I didn't want to say ice to see you because we already I, saw him. Ice to meet you. Yeah. Ice to beat you. Ice to beat you. Ice to beat you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to Harmontown. That's our show. <laughs> ice to beat you. Ice to beat all of you. One more time for uh, Tyler and Lizette, everybody. Well, thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Lizette. Spencer Crittenden. Thank you, sir. I'm Jeff Davis. One more time for your mayor, Dan Harmon. Shout out to uh, Spencer's mom, who's also here. Spencer's mom is here. Oh, Spencer's mom's here. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Spencer's mom. Thank you all. We love you. Good night. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.